Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. I can't find anybody from five rescues and seven squads. It's just uh, it's a devastating thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, the fire department will, will recover, but I don't know how. Some people are calling it the worst terrorist attack in the history of humankind, and many are equating it to the 1941 attack on Pearl Harbor. The magnitude of yesterday's terrorist attacks still sinking in, and there's a lot during these early morning hours which remains unclear. For the latest, Mayor Diani says thousands of people are still missing in the World Trade Center collapse. He says a couple of hundred firefighters and police officers are listed as missing, and says hundred, uh, thousands of people who worked in the Twin Towers also are listed as missing. As many as 300 firefighters have been lost, at least 32 police officers missing, scores of Port Authority employees missing, potentially thousands of Trade Center occupants dead. The mayor said he has now spoken to the families of some of the fire department brass confirmed dead, and he had this to tell them. Explain to them that they were working very hard and they were working at what they love to do, and uh, I'm sure their efforts will end up having saved other lives. And their families can be very proud of them. Fire Commissioner Tom Van Essen, filled with grief, could barely speak about his lost friends at the press briefings. The mayor will again brief the press and the public in the morning as the recovery effort continues all night. Glenn Schuck, 10-10 wins at the Mayor's Command Center. Winds News Time 101. Let's check and see how traffic is going on around town and hear from Shadow Traffic, Jude DeMillo. And Chris, right now on the FDR Drive, we are still closed in both directions between the Battery Park underpass and the UN vicinity. The West Side Highway is open both ways now between 14th Street and the George Washington Bridge. Still closures, though, of the uh, Brooklyn-Queens Expressway both ways between the Battery Tunnel and the Long Island Expressway. The inbound Gowanus also shut down at the Prospect Expressway. As we check the Hudson River crossings, the George Washington Bridge outbound upper level is open to traffic. The lower deck, of course, remains closed and no traffic allowed both ways in through the Holland or the Lincoln Tunnels. Into New Jersey, you may not enter or exit the Turnpike at Exit 13. The northbound car and truck lanes reopened at Exit 11. Mass Transit, New Jersey Transit, limited New York City service along with limited path service to New Jersey, Long Island Railroad, and Metro North, all promising full service for later today. Alternate side parking rules are going to be suspended. No air travel allowed at least until 12 noon. I'm Jude Tamillo, shadow traffic on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 102. We're going to go live now to Lower Manhattan where you'll find our 1010 Winds reporter, Lisa Evers. Lisa? Let me tell you, there is a massive rescue effort that is still underway. There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rescue workers here, firefighters, from New York City, from surrounding communities, police departments, special units like the emergency service unit, the ones that are trained to go into situations like this and try and find uh, any possible survivors. And the equipment, just to see the streets down here in this part of Manhattan, normally at this time of night you'd see the buildings illuminated, you would see uh, all kinds of lights on the streets, lights coming from the shops and the restaurants. It is like a ghost town. The buildings, uh, much of the electricity for the blocks around where the World Trade Center used to be, those, that electricity is off. The only lights coming from those generated by these uh, portable power generators that have illuminated the streets, creating a surreal type of atmosphere. The exhaustion, the, just the sheer, just uh, the whole weight of this tremendous, tremendous disaster weighing heavily on these rescue workers. You can see as they come back up the street from the scene, I'm just a couple blocks away from, the, from where it's happening they are uh, coming back. They have dust, covered with dust. Their heads are bowed down. Their eyes are red from this uh, terrible dust, fine dust that's in the air that's getting into our eyes. And uh, But they're determined. They say, you know, they're exhausted. They take a break. They have some water. They wipe off some of the dust. Uh, they get whatever equipment they need, and, the, and then they're going back. So it is an incredible scene going on here, tremendous stories of uh, the bravery of these people going into a situation that is still very... They're still seeing smoke coming up from that area. 
So uh, it's, by, it's by no means a, a stable situation that they're going into for this rescue. Lisa Evers, 1010 Winds, reporting live from Lower Manhattan. Okay, Lisa, Winds News Time 105. Trying to grasp the magnitude of the tragedy, workers, as you can imagine, at area hospitals, with the help of medical personnel from across the country, are making efforts to save whatever lives they can. At the closest trauma center to the World Trade Center, that St. Vincent's Hospital, there's been a slow trickle of patients coming in this evening. Only 327, that's the last official number that was released. The hospital was expecting thousands. Now, among that 327, 57 are police and fire department members who are among the injured. Three people are also dead. Hospital officials are still hoping that people will be brought in on the overnight and tomorrow for treatment. Now, injuries have ranged from crushing to, to severe burns, eye lacerations, and then to both smoke and dust inhalation. Most of those brought in this evening have been cops and firemen. Terry Sheridan, 1010 wins at St. Vincent's Hospital. CNN is reporting up to 800 people are missing after a hijacked jetliner crashed into the Pentagon yesterday. CNN quotes a Pentagon spokesman to saying between 100 and 800 Pentagon staff are missing and feared injured or dead in Washington. The Pentagon employs more than 20,000 civilians and military personnel. Once again, up to 800 people fear dead in the Pentagon attack. Police say they've received calls from people trapped in the rubble once again of the World Trade Towers. Mayor Giuliani says the number of dead will be in the thousands. All over lower Manhattan, people ran for their lives, many screaming hysterically, while others watched in disbelief as the two burning World Trade Center towers came crumbling down to the ground. Debris settled on everything below Chamber Street. These sanitation workers were among the first people to arrive at the scene. Like so many others, they watched in shock as they witnessed the unthinkable. Well, the people were jumping out of the buildings. It was, it, it was a big hole in the building from the first plane. It was a big gapping, gashing hole, and uh, they were just falling out, throwing themselves out. You know, they didn't want to die in, in the flames. People holding hands when they were going to get burnt and just jumped out of the building. You saw people arm in arm jumping out. Um, just holding hands, eight of them, and just held hands and just came right down on the 80th floor. And then you'd hear gas from the people, the people watching this incident, and you knew another body was coming down. When the buildings collapsed, the debris rained down onto the emergency service workers and the people they were treating at the triage centers below, killing dozens, according to several firefighters that we spoke to. Steve Kasten. Baum 1010, Winds News. Winds News Time 107. U.S. officials now have begun piecing together a case linking Osama bin Laden to the attacks, aided by an intercept of communications between his supporters and harrowing cell phone calls from victims aboard the jetliners before they crashed. Authorities are focusing some of their efforts on possible bin Laden supporters in Florida based on the identification of a suspected hijacker on one of the communiques. The sources say the FBI was preparing to search locations in Broward County in southern Florida and Daytona Beach in central Florida. The locations had links once again to the uh, sus uh, suspect, uh, suspected bin Laden supporter. Shipments of blood are coming from Providence, Denver, Chicago, and Milwaukee and all across the country for victims of the World Trade attack. The first shipment to arrive by air is due overnight at Teterboro Airport from Denver. But the city has issued an urgent plea for help donating blood. Let me make this clear. Your blood is desperately needed, just not now. The people at the American Red Cross Blood Center say if you're a negative blood type or O positive, you can show up at West 67th and Amsterdam at 8 a.m. Other blood types will be taken later. Volunteer Bonnie Long. We need volunteers of any kind, social workers, construction, uh, clerical anything. We need you desperately. Drivers. You can stop by any time to pick up an application. Baltimore, 1010 wins at Amsterdam Avenue and West 67th Street. The list so far, short and painful to say the least, and sure to grow longer. A pilot who treasured his faith, a TV producer, a conservative commentator whose husband is in the Bush administration, a retired law enforcement officer starting a new career as a flight attendant. The death toll on the ground still been barely grasped. There were 266 people on board the four planes that crashed. It's been a tough time for everybody in an emotional news conference. Here's New York City Fire Commissioner Thomas Von Essen. We lost people that have given uh, over 40 years. Commissioner Feehan has had every job in the department. Probably the most valuable people, person in the department. When I got this job, uh, Mayor and Commissioner Safer said, make sure you keep Bill Feehan. Haven't regretted that one day. For information on firefighters and only on firefighters, you can call 718 718- 
718-999-2541. Once again, for information on firefighters and only on firefighters, you can call 718-999-2541. Winds News Time 109. President Bush, who began his day in Florida speaking with school children, ended it at the White House after crisscrossing the country. At various points during the day, the president's location was kept secret as he was flown on Air Force One to Air Force bases in Louisiana and Nebraska. Uh, Tuesday evening from the Oval Office, the president said the United States was attacked because our country is a beacon of freedom. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge, huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. The president said, quote, today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. Winds News Time 110, American Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld made a point of saying he was at the Pentagon, the site of one of the attacks. The nation's defense secretary declared the Pentagon will be in business later today. With him was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Henry Shelton, who called those responsible for the attacks fanatics and says they will be found. I extend my condolences to the entire Department of Defense families, military and civilian and to the families of all those throughout our nation who lost loved ones. Secretary Rumsfeld was in his office when the aircraft that slammed into the Pentagon hit the opposite side of the building. He'd just run there after hearing of the Trade Center attack. Winds News Time 111. We're going to check traffic and transit now, and here's Jude Tamillo. Chris, focusing on some of the East River crossings at this time, we can tell you the Frog's Neck and the Whitestone Bridges are open in both directions, but the Triborough Bridge is still closed into Manhattan. All lanes are open, though, into the Bronx and into Queens. As far as the Midtown Tunnel and 59th Street Bridge are concerned, again, all closed into Manhattan. The Brooklyn, Manhattan, Williamsburg Bridge and Brooklyn Battery Tunnel are all closed, but in both directions. Then on the southbound, Van Wick and Queens are closed from the Grand Central out to the Nassau Expressway. The westbound Belt Parkway is shut down at Kennedy Airport. Traffic on the service road at this time. And coming over from Nassau County into Queens, can't use the Long Island Expressway. That's closed westbound from the Douglaston Parkway out to the Queens Midtown Tunnel. You can go with the Northern State or the Southern State Parkways instead. And you may not enter or exit the New Jersey Turnpike at Exit 13. That is all closed off. However, the northbound car and truck lanes of the turnpike have been reopened at exit 11 from the 1010 Winds Transit Desk. New Jersey Transit with limited New York City service. There is limited path service into New Jersey, but Long Island Railroad and Metro North service should be normal for the rush hour. Subway south of Canal Street are all shut down. Alternate side parking rules will be suspended for today, and all air traffic suspended till at least 12 noon. I'm Jude Tamillo, shadow traffic on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 112. Explosions resounded north of the Afghan capital near its airport early Wednesday, hours after the devastating terror attacks here. The U.S. quickly denied any involvement, though, in the violence in Afghanistan. A U.S. official speaking on condition of anonymity said the fighting in Kabul appear to be rocket attacks by opposition rebels. In response to the attack on rebel general Ahmad Shah Massoud on Sunday, the insurgents blamed the attempt on the ruling Taliban, a hardline Islamic group. Winds News Time 113. Israeli Foreign Minister Shimon Peres says today's attacks were tantamount to a declaration of war. It was not an attack only upon America, but an attack upon civilization, an attempt to introduce the rules of jungle in our life, not to permit people to fly freely, to walk safely, to be assured at the places they live. Perez says the terrorist acts were attacks against all of humanity. Once again, to recap, locally, over 300 firefighters are missing in the World Trade Center attacks. Two Port Authority cops have been pulled alive from the rubble. Uh, Mayor Giuliani says a couple of hundred police officers remain missing. The hotline for info on firefighters and EMS personnel is 718-999-2541. Once again, the hotline for information on firefighters and emergency medical personnel, 718-999-2541. Rescue teams are now able to operate at the sites of the attacks. Winds News Time, 114. There'll be no school later today for children in New York City. New York City schools will not reopen until at least Thursday to give principals and staff members time to develop grief counseling and crisis intervention teams. Kids who lost someone in the tragedy or were traumatized will have a chance to talk about it with trained counselors when they come back. 
Tevin Taylor, a nine-year-old whose school in Brooklyn is not far from the Twin Towers, saw smoke filling his classroom, waited four hours for his mom to come and get him. And was he glad to see her? When I saw her, I cheered, and then I went to um, my mother. I hugged her. And then I hugged her. And you hug him. Oh, yeah, I gave him a big hug and kiss, squeezed his ears like I normally do. So it was a good relief. It was a relief. Now with a day off, schools are urging parents to talk with their kids about this tragedy. Mona Rivera, 1010, wins news. You're listening to continuing live coverage of the attacks on America here on 1010 Wins, WINS New York. Now this special report. This is a CNN Radio special report. I'm Lee Garen. More than 300 New York City firemen are missing and feared dead following the collapse of the World Trade Center buildings. Janine Alley, an eyewitness and survivor who was in the second World Trade Center building when it was hit, said she knew rescuers were running to their deaths attempting to save lives. You know, as you're running away from smoke and fire, they're running in. <laughs> and it's really, you can't even comprehend it. And you think, to, and you actually say, Where are you, what are you doing? New York City Mayor Giuliani says the death toll is going to be very, very high, perhaps in the thousands. He also said they lost the fire chief, deputy fire chief, and fire commissioner, among others, who are missing. 266 people were on board the four planes used in the terrorist attacks. At least 78 New York City police officers are missing and presumed dead. The FBI is getting a search warrant for locations in South Florida and Daytona Beach. That includes homes and post office boxes as a result of the investigation into the terrorist attacks Tuesday. This is a CNN radio special report. Wind News Time 116. Here's a timeline of the attacks in the United States. Just to recap, at 8.45 yesterday morning, American Airlines Flight 11, carrying 92 people from Boston to Los Angeles, crashes into the North Tower of the World Trade Center. 9.03 yesterday morning, United Airlines Flight 175, carrying 65 people from Boston to Los Angeles, crashes into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. 9.31 President Bush calls the crashes an apparent terrorist attack on our country. 940, American Airlines Flight 77, carrying 64 people from Washington to Los Angeles, crashes into the Pentagon. Trading at that point on Wall Street was called off. 948 in the morning, the Capitol and West Wing of the White House are evacuated. 949, the FAA bars aircraft takeoffs across the country. International flights in progress are told to land in Canada. Winds News Time 117. Mayor Giuliani witnessed the collapse of one of the towers of the World Trade Center and at one point found himself in danger. I was in midtown Manhattan and I rushed down and saw a good deal of it with my own eyes. Uh, saw the, the damage that was done to the World Trade Center. Saw people jumping from the top of the building. And then we were in 75 Barclay Street where we set up a temporary command post and, and then we were hit by the debris from the collapse of uh, the Trade Center and were trapped in the building. For, uh, for a short while, then had to evacuate. The mayor urging New Yorkers not to act on any feelings of anger. He's vowing that those responsible will be tracked down and brought to justice. Winds News Time 118. 1010 Winds reporter John Montone experienced the same frightening moments as thousands of other New Yorkers. He was dangerously close to the World Trade Center during the attack. Stu Morell of Glenrock was late for a meeting at the World Trade Center, and so he is alive. I was turned away by a doorman near the World Trade Center minutes before the first tower collapsed. A police helicopter circled that tower as people waved out the windows. Then came the great collapse, the people inside gone. The helicopter gone. Up on Broadway, there was a stampede. Hundreds of us ran from the volcano of bricks and thick blinding soot. We went into a building where the dust was so thick and the hall was so crowded, it seemed only a matter of minutes before we would all die. We didn't. Someone found the door and we got out, out into what looked like nuclear winter, three to four inches of soot, with people gasping for air, crying, walking around in shock. John Montone, 1010 Winds News. Just to recap the latest, Mayor Giuliani says thousands of people are still missing in the collapse. He says a couple of hundred firefighters and police officers are listed as missing as well. He says thousands of people who worked in the Twin Towers are listed as missing. Mayor stopped short of saying the people are feared dead. He says a caller on a cell phone said he was with other victims, including a police officer. During the day, about 2,000 people were treated at area hospitals and triage centers uh, set on the streets. 
Winds News Time 119. The Postal Service has suspended mail collection from blue post office boxes today in Manhattan, Brooklyn, and in Queens. Anyone wishing to mail items must bring them to a post office. Mail delivery in Manhattan will be attempted as long as letter carriers can gain access to a building. Where mail cannot be delivered, customers will be notified where their mail can be picked up. Winds News Time. 119. As you've been hearing, there also was a hijacked plane that crashed into the Pentagon just outside Washington in Arlington, Virginia, causing a fire and a subsequent partial collapse of that center of American mili military activity. There are reports that as many as 800 people died in the collapse of the Pentagon. Winds News Time 120. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. I can't find anybody from five rescues and seven squads. And it's just uh, it's a devastating thing. I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, the fire department will, will recover, but I don't know. Ten Ten Winds reporter Sandy Klein has been with some rescue workers from New Jersey. Jersey City Medical Center is a level two trauma center and of course was called upon in the aftermath of the tragedy at the World Trade Center to take care of some of the wounded. 143 people were seen, 21 of them admitted. All came by ferry across the Hudson and then were taken by ambulance to the facility where the auditorium became the minor injury treatment room and the library was turned into kind of a center for the less wounded who could talk and meet with counselors and the director of social work and case management said that some New York City cops and firefighters who weren't physically injured but were clearly traumatized have been receiving counseling. The facility went on code one alert and that's for external disasters. At one point during the day, 20 ambulances from around the area went back into New York City to try and bring patients or the wounded back across the Hudson but they were not able to get close to the site of the tragedy. Sandy Klein, 1010 Winds News at the Jersey City Medical Center. Winds News Time 121. Let's find out what's going on now in terms of traffic in and out of the city at this time. We get a report now from Shadow Traffic's Jude Tamillo. Chris, let's focus on New Jersey at this time. Pl closures are plenty right now, especially right around the Hudson River crossings. We have eastbound Route 4 roved off in the Englewood area. Eastbound Route 46 has been closed off in Fort Lee. You have eastbound Route 3 shut down at the Jersey Turnpike, and there is no access from southbound 17 to Route 3. Northbound 1 and 9 is closed off at the uh, Pulaski Skyway. We have closures of eastbound 80 within the express lanes from exit 62 onto the George Washington Bridge with the local lanes closed at 95 in Fort Lee. As for the Hudson River crossings, the outbound upper deck of the bridge is open to traffic. The lower deck is closed. Holland and Lincoln tunnels still closed in both directions. As far as mass transit is concerned, New Jersey Transit has limited New York City service, limited path service to New Jersey at this time. Long Island Railroad and Metro North promising full service for the rush hour. Subways south of Canal Street remain shut down. Alternate side parking rules will be suspended for today, and of course, all air travel is suspended until at least 12 noon. And Jude Tanello, shadow traffic on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 122. We're going to check in again with 10, 1010 Winds reporter Lisa Evers, live in Lower Manhattan. Lisa? incredible scene down here. Thousands of rescue workers continue their efforts into the night. There are flashing lights everywhere, lots of movement of vehicles, police vans coming in with new uh, police officers to relieve some of those who've been on duty throughout the day. Ambulance. Well, we seem to have lost our connection with 1010 Winds reporter Lisa Evers. We will check back in with her throughout the morning. Lisa? Okay. President Bush asked the nation to find comfort in Scripture as he mourned the deaths of thousands of Americans in the atrocities, saying, Today our nation saw evil. In his first primetime Oval Office address, Bush said the U.S. would find and punish those behind these evil acts and do the same to any country that harbors them. Winds News Time 124. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones spoke to some of the people who made it out of the World Trade Center before the towers collapsed. The world's largest office complex now reduced to a pile of rubble, changing lives forever. Eugene Foti was at work inside One World Trade Center and says he ran for his life. Now, he's mad. To me, I'm like, if I'm George Bush, all out war. I mean, I know these, these guys, are, you know, this is a holy war. They're, they're not afraid to die, but, you know, you got to you gotta put these guys out of the misery. One way or another, this is incredible. You can't, you can't stand for this in the United States. And while some share Foti's anger, many...
many are just in a state of shock, scared that what was once unthinkable happened twice. Al Jones, 10-10 wins in Lower Manhattan. No doubt that the lives of many of the thousands of New York City police and firefighters who responded to the attack have been lost. Among those killed in the deadliest terrorist attack ever on U.S. soil were some of the first police officers and firefighters at the scene. Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick says rescuers had already determined there were some people alive in two buildings downtown. A group that included some police officers, Mike Carter, vice president of the Firefighters Union, estimated that half of the 400 firefighters who first reached the scene may have died. Cardinal Edward Egan, who administered last rites to its victims, said the firefighters and police were dead in great numbers. Police department and union sources say 78 police officers were missing, but an assistant chief says the number may not be quite that high. Winds News Time 125. Victor Lev- Levine, a political science professor at Washington University in St. Louis, is also an expert on suspected terror mastermind Osama bin Laden, who's become the chief suspect in this case. He says, well, we don't know who carried out the attacks. The overall plan looks like something bin Laden or a hostile government could pull off. All in all, a very involved, very elaborate, well-planned, well-thought-out operation, um, which does have the hallmark of something that Osama bin Laden could do, and indeed that some, some government in the area could do as well. And officials... Uh Nobody has claimed responsibility for the attacks, and the Afghan government that plays host to bin Laden rejected speculation he's involved. One expert cautions against assuming he could pull off such a complex operation. But Bush administration officials and other experts say the millionaire Saudi exile is their top suspect. Wins News Time 126. In other news, the terrorist blast that uh, shook New York as well as Washington. The Emmy Award ceremony in Los Angeles this weekend has been postponed, as well as the Latin Grammys set for last night. In, in addition, Disneyland in California, Disney World in Florida, and other amusement parks across the country all closed down. Hollywood studios have canceled their operations. Paramount, Sony Pictures, and Warner Brothers stopped production of movies and TV shows and even suspended tours for the day. Taping for last night's episodes of The Tonight Show with Jay Leno in California and Late Night with Conan O'Brien here in New York, all postponed. NBC says Jay Leno and O'Brien will be off the air all week long. The second annual Latin Grammy Awards show scheduled for last night in Los Angeles was canceled and officials say it won't be rescheduled. The Emmys were set for Sunday in Los Angeles and an Emmy official says no new date will be set until they can find out the extent of the tragedy and the public mourning that will take place as a result. Several national pastimes, including the national pastime, were put on hold in the wake of the terrorist attacks. Major League Baseball scrapped its entire day's schedule hours after the attacks. A concert by Madonna last night in Los Angeles was put on hold. Many movie theaters and other public gathering areas closed their doors. And most TV networks scrubbed their regular programs in favor of wall-to-wall coverage of the attack. Winds News Time 128. We're now hours after the attack on the World Trade Center and ferries and private boats continue to disgorge walking wounded and evacuees who somehow managed to escape injury out of the shores of Jersey City across the river. A triage center was set up at Liberty State Park for the most seriously wanted to be tended before being whisked away in ambulances. Those with lesser injuries were being taken to ferry terminals at Exchange Place. A steady stream of boats continues to arrive and Jersey City through these early morning hours. Winds News Time 128. If you've got information about the terrorist attacks, please contact the FBI via a website. The site is www.ifccfbi.gov. That's www.ifccfbi.gov. It's run by the Internet Fraud Complaint Center. Uh, Anybody with information also can call 1-866-483-5137. That's 1-866-483-5137. A number of social help and mental health agencies have set up numbers for people to get information on counseling. People searching for missing loved ones are directed to call the New York City Bureau of Labs. That's 212-447-2998. That number again, 212-447-2998. 
city's experiencing, as we've been talking about, a severe blood supply shortage. To offer assistance to the American Red Cross, call 1-800-HELP-NOW. That's 1-800-HELP-NOW to donate blood. Uh, here, you can call also 1-800-933-BLOOD, 1-800-933-BLOOD. The American Red Cross is opening four shelters on Long Island for people who work on the island but live in Manhattan and cannot get back home. Uh, a Red Cross spokesman says the drop-in centers are at Nassau Community College, Long Island University, Southside Senior High School, and Plain Edge High School, as well as St. Vincent's Hospital Medical Center. 1010 Winds continues its live coverage of the attack on America. Here on 1010 Winds, WINS New York, and Infinity Broadcasting Station. This is a CNN Radio special report. I'm Cheryl Castro. Tuesday's terrorist attacks in New York, Washington, D.C., and Pennsylvania are striking a personal chord, not only for those who lost loved ones, but for all Americans. President Bush says Americans' way of life and freedom are under attack. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Bush is vowing retaliation against those responsible. Two hijacked planes slammed into two towers of the World Trade Center, causing both structures to collapse. Another hijacked plane hit a portion of the Pentagon building, sending up flames and smoke. A fourth hijacked plane crashed in Pennsylvania. President Bush says government offices at the World Trade Center and Pentagon will be open Wednesday. This is a CNN Radio special report. Wins News Time, Wins News Time 131. There we go. Let's get the check on traffic and transit now. Jude Tamillo. Well, Susan, we're checking on the George Washington Bridge here on the Jam Cam. It's only the outbound upper deck that has been reopened to traffic. The lower deck is closed and only emergency personnel is allowed on the inbound upper level of the bridge. And I do see a couple of emergency vehicles going across the span right now. But as far as regular traffic is concerned, that will not be permitted. Holland and Lincoln Tunnel still closed in both directions. We have closures of the Brooklyn-bound upper level of the Verrazano Bridge and also the Staten Island-bound Goblins Bridge Bay own bridge and outer bridge crossing and also in New Jersey northbound 440 has been closed in the Perth Amboy area. In addition to other Jersey closings, eastbound route 4 shut down in Englewood with eastbound 46 also closed in the Fort Lee area. Eastbound route 3 has been shut down at the Jersey Turnpike and there is no access from southbound 17 to route 3. As for the Jersey Turnpike, you may not enter or exit the Turnpike at exit 13. That is the exit for the Goblins Bridge. The west side highway is open both ways between 14th Street and the George Washington Bridge. The FDR drive, though, is still closed both ways between the Battery Park underpass and the U.N. area. Throgstack, Whitestone Bridge is open both ways. The Triborough Bridge is closed into Manhattan. And we also have closures of the Midtown Tunnel and the 59th Street Bridge as you head into Manhattan. They are open into Queens. What is closed both ways, the Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Williamsburg Bridges to go along with the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. As far as mass transit is concerned, from the 1010 Winds Transit Desk, New Jersey Transit with limited New York City service, limited path service to New Jersey, Metro North, and also the Long Island Railroad, promising Normal service for later today. Subways south of Canal Street are shut down. Staten Island Ferry only open to emergency services and will remain closed to the public through tomorrow. Alternate side parking rules suspended for today. And, of course, all air travel suspended till at least 12 noon. I'm Jude Tamillo. Shadow traffic on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 133. Good evening. I'm Susan Richard. Once again, to recap for you today, the really unbelievable events of yesterday. Four commercial flights were hijacked yesterday in our nation. Two of the planes in our area and crashed into the Twin Towers, causing their eventual collapse. Another plane crashed into the Pentagon in Washington. The fourth went down about 85 miles outside of Pittsburgh. The rescue and recovery effort is really just beginning to get underway. Earlier today, it was simply too dangerous for crews to go into the area of the tower collapses. As of now, we really have no idea just how many people were killed in what is undoubtedly the worst attack against the United States in the history of our nation. Mayor Giuliani, though, was hopeful yesterday evening that there were survivors in the rubble. The mayor and police commissioner confirmed that police had received cell phone calls from people trapped in the rubble. They also said the two Port Authority police officers were pulled from the debris alive. Earlier, the mayor himself almost got trapped in a nearby building. We were using a ground floor area as a temporary command center so that we could be close to where the uh, rescue efforts were taking place. And uh, as we were setting up, we were on the phone talking to the 
the governor and the White House, and uh, the, the building collapsed, and we had to evacuate through the basement. It was... Um, it was pretty dicey for a while. And the mayor is urging people not to come into the city tomorrow if you don't have to. If you have to come into Manhattan because your business is essential, then obviously do it. The upper part of Manhattan will be open. But if tomorrow is a day in which you want to stay home, stay with your family and uh, give comfort and support maybe to other people that have been affected by this, it would, it would be a good day to do that. Lower Manhattan will be closed off to everyone except essential personnel and residents. The mayor says the city will be open north of 14th Street. 300 members of the New York City Fire Department are said to be missing. Among those lost in the disaster were First Deputy Commissioner William Fian and Peter Gancy, Chief of Department. New York City Fire Commissioner Thomas Von Essen spoke about his fallen comrades. Chief Gancy, the same thing. Chief of Department, 33 years, 34 years. Ray Downey, we just honored him with a dinner. Almost 40 years of service, world-renowned for situations like this. If you'd like to find out more information on missing firefighters or EMS personnel, call this number. It's 718-999-2541. Again, 718-999-2541. Winds News Time 135. Here in the city, word that public and parochial schools will be closed tomorrow. And we get more on that from 1010 Winds reporter Mona Rivera. Students are being told to stay home from New York City schools until at least Thursday. But principals, assistant principals, psychologists, and social workers have to report to work to develop a plan for when the kids come back. Schools plan to have grief counselors on hand for any student who needs it and for trauma counseling. Tevin Taylor of PS58 near Court Street in Brooklyn was close enough to the World Trade Center to be affected by this tragedy. So they told me that in Manhattan there was a building that was on fire. And the smoke was going to come into your classrooms? It was filling your classrooms? We were that close, huh? Yeah, the smoke was going to come in our classroom, but we closed the window door. Other kids lost loved ones in this tragedy or know people who were injured. A lot for them to digest, and counselors will be on hand when they come back to school on Thursday. Mona Rivera, 1010, Winds News. Winds News Time 136. President Bush began his day in Florida speaking with school children and ended it at the White House after crisscrossing the country, moving locations throughout the day for his own safety. Air Force One touched down in D.C. at about 7 p.m., and shortly after, the president went on live TV to address the nation. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world. And no one will keep that light from shining. The president said, quote, terrorists can shake the foundation of our buildings, but they cannot shake the foundation of America. He says no one will keep our nation's light from shining. He also said our military is powerful and it's prepared and that our first priority is to help get the injured the medical attention they need, and also to protect our citizens from further attacks. He says the search is underway for those behind these evil acts, and that we will make no distinction, he said, between the terrorists and those who might harbor them. And the president's words were reiterated by other federal officials, Attorney General John Ashcroft. These heinous acts of violence are an assault on the security of our nation. They're an assault on the security and the freedom of every American citizen. We will not tolerate such acts. We will expend every effort and devote all the necessary resources to bring the people responsible for these acts, these crimes, to justice. Joint Chiefs of Staff General Henry Shelton. Today we have watched the tragedy of an outrageous act of barbaric terrorism carried out by fanatics against both civilians and military people. Acts that have killed and maimed many innocent and decent citizens of our country. Between 100 and 800 people are estimated dead in the attack on the Pentagon. The wife of U.S. Solicitor General Theodore Olson was on board the jetliner that crashed into the Pentagon and she called him as the plane was being hijacked. Barbara Olson twice called her husband and described some details of the hijacking, including that the attackers were using knife-like instruments. Here in the city, 1010 Winds reporter Steve Kastenbaum was in Lower Manhattan just moments after the two planes smashed into the Twin Towers. The landscape of New York forever changed at the hands of terrorists. This horrible tragedy has touched anyone and everyone in and around the New York City area. Roy Anderson was among the many people with medical training who rushed to the scene of the disaster after the buildings collapsed. But when he got there, he found that there was not much more that he could 
do. There's no sign of life. There's no... It's, it's just going to be bodies coming out, if they can even do that. I mean, there's like... Uh, looks like a Hollywood set. There's The World Trade Center now consists of just some spires going up about 25 feet, and the rest is rubble. It's like pictures of Europe in the war. His story, one of thousands of similar stories that will no doubt be told over and over again for the weeks to come. When the two buildings collapsed, the debris fell upon those working at the triage centers at the ground level below at the World Trade Center. Many of the rescue workers were killed as they were trying to tend to the injured people who were hurt when the planes originally crashed into the buildings. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010 Winds News. And daylight will undoubtedly shed more light on the extent of the fatalities as rescuers are finally able to get into the debris area earlier. It was simply too dangerous. Winds News Time 140. Oh my God, the building fell. The south building just crumbled from the top. Oh my God. I can't imagine anything worse than this. Is that the second building of the World Trade Center going down? Yes, that is the second, that is the second tower. That is the second tower. It's a huge pool of smoke that came out of the middle of the building and then the building just disappeared in the smoke. Word that there are people alive in the rubble at what is left of the World Trade Center. Good evening. I'm Susan Richard. You are listening to live continuous coverage on 1010 Winds of the terrorist attacks that took down the Twin Towers and hit the Pentagon as well today. We really have yet to witness the full impact of this tragedy that has most likely killed and injured possibly thousands of people. But there is word tonight from the mayor and the police commissioner that there are people alive in the rubble. They say they know this because the police have received phone calls from people who are trapped. They've called them on their cell phones. The mayor did say yesterday evening that they have pulled two people out. Apparently, both are police officers. They pulled them out of the rubble alive. To recap yesterday's events, two hijacked aircrafts with passengers on board crashed into the two World Trade Center towers. The first crash happened shortly before 9 yesterday morning, and then 18 minutes later, the second one. At about 10 o'clock, the South Tower came tumbling down, and then less than a half an hour later, at about 10.28, the North Tower also came down. Shortly before 5.30 yesterday afternoon, building number 7 a 47-story building in the World Trade Center complex crashed as well because of the fire resulting from the earlier explosions. In Washington, a hijacked plane crashed into the Pentagon. Up to 800 people, it's estimated, may have been killed or injured in that crash. President Bush vowed yesterday to hunt down and punish those responsible. Winds News Time 141. Let's get the latest on traffic and transit from Jude Tamillo. Susan, looking at the Gowanus Expressway just a few moments ago, we have a closure of the inbound side of the Gowanus uh, right at the Prospect Expressway while the police investigation continues in that spot. The outbound side was briefly closed at 39th Street for a car fire. That was quickly cleared, and all lanes are now back in business on the outbound Gowanus coming down through the industry city area. What's not in business, some of our East River crossings, the Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Williamsburg bridges along with the Brooklyn Battery Town. All closed in both directions. The southbound Van Wick is shut down from the Grand Central down to the Nassau Expressway. We have closures of the westbound Belt Parkway at Kennedy Airport. All traffic being diverted to the service road and coming out of Nassau County back to Queens. Do not use the LIE. Go at the northern or southern state parkways. The westbound LIE is closed from the Douglaston Parkway out to the Queens Midtown Tunnel. The Midtown Tunnel, along with the 59th Street Bridge, still closed into Manhattan. As we check the Hudson River crossings, the outbound upper deck of the George Washington Bridge is open. The lower deck is closed. Holland and Lincoln Tunnels closed in both directions. And let's get the latest now from the 1010 Winds Transit Desk, New Jersey. Transit has limited New York City service, limited path service into New Jersey at this time. Metro North and the Long Island Railroad promising a normal rush hour. Subways south of Canal Street, though, are going to be shut down until further notice. Staten Island Ferry is only open to emergency services and will remain closed to the public through later today. Alternate side parking rules are going to be suspended today, and all air traffic suspended till at least 12 noon. And Jude Timelo, shadow traffic on 1010 winds. Winds news time 143. Mayor Giuliani said yesterday evening that there is still hope that there are people alive in the rubble. Police have reportedly been getting calls from people trapped in what's left of the Twin Towers from their cell phones. In fact, two Port Authority police officers were pulled out alive. But the mayor did confirm that we lost a number of the city's top fire officials. Ray Downey was a chief of Special Operations Command, First Deputy Commissioner William Fian, Chief of Department Peter Gancy, and Father Judge were all confirmed killed in the collapse. 
Earlier, the mayor urged New Yorkers not to act on any feelings of anger. We have a lot of people in the city of all different backgrounds and all diverse religions and they're not responsible for this. Whoever is responsible for this came from outside the city of New York. I'm sure the United States government will figure out who it is, and I'm sure we'll make an example out of them, as we should. But that should be left to the law enforcement authorities like the police and the FBI, the military, and not to the people of the city. And the mayor is asking people to stay home tomorrow if you don't need to come into the city. He says the city will be open, however, north of 14th Street. Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick on the situation below 14th Street. The only vehicles that will be allowed in those areas will be emergency vehicles, uh, police, fire vehicles, National Guard, and anything authorized by the police department. There will be some vehicles in the morning that will have to get down there for deliveries of certain things that we're familiar with already. They will be allowed in and residents. That's it. 1010 Winds reporter Lisa Evers has been checking out the situation in Lower Manhattan, and we go to her live. Lisa. And Susan, let me tell you, the rescue effort still underway. Thousands of emergency workers are trying to get to uh, people who may be trapped inside, trying to save some lives from this terrible devastation that's taking place. As I look down at the spot where Building Number 7, the World Trade Center, once was, it still looks like there's smoke coming up from the building. And when you look around the trees here at Greenwich and Chamber Street, where I'm at, uh, which is as close to the scene as we're allowed to get, which is just a couple blocks away. You look at the trees and the bushes, and it almost as lo- looks as if they were dusted by snow. And that, in fact, is the dust that uh, that came from this from the explosion. There are papers all over. There's water all over the street because of the uh, efforts of the firefighters who are here. Many firefighters also coming in from surrounding areas to lend their assistance. Lots of movement of vehicles coming in and coming out as new crews come in to replace uh, some of the crews that have been here throughout the day. But a lot of them are just simply not leaving. They're taking a short break. They're heading back in. They're determined to stay with this until uh, the last possible ray of hope has been extinguished. But there's still a lot of hope right now, and there are lots and lots of people, uh, lots of uh, uh, construction equipment being brought in to help move that rubble around, that rubble, a very unstable and difficult and dangerous situation for these rescuers. But their determination, their courage in the face of uh, this terrible tragedy is, is really commendable and really inspiring. Lisa Evers, 1010 Winds, reporting live from Greenwich and Chambers. Yes, and as a matter of fact, Lisa, earlier city officials were saying that uh, they're still not sure whether what is left of the Twin Towers are, are structurally sound enough for rescue workers to go in there and that tomorrow engineers were going to be brought in to check out those buildings. Winds News Time 147, New York City Public Schools will be closed tomorrow, as will Catholic schools in the city. However, Schools Chancellor Harold Levy is asking principals, guidance counselors, social workers, psychologists, anybody who'd be part of a crisis team to report to work tomorrow to prepare plans to respond to today's tragedy. He says that work will include coordinating crisis intervention and will also arrange for grief counseling and other support services as well. 1010 Winds reporter Carol Diaria spoke with a teacher from a city school who was faced with the task of explaining this to her young students. For an adult, this terrorist attack can leave you speechless and angry. But imagine if you're a child. Sonia Zwemer is a teacher at St. Ignatius Loyola Elementary School on Park Avenue and 84th Street in Manhattan. And she spent her day trying to explain to the children what happened. They were confused. They didn't really understand what was going on. Um, they were sad for, um, and concerned about people who worked in the building. Um, a lot of them have parents, aunts, uncles, um, just friends, family that work in the building. So they were confused and scared and worried. And she looked absolutely drained from the day as she walked off the Brooklyn Bridge. By the way, City Catholic Schools are closed Wednesday. Carol DiOria, Tent and Winds in Brooklyn. Winds News Time 148. President Bush arrived back at the White House at around 7 o'clock this evening. The president was ushered around to various spots throughout the nation today to ensure his own safety. The president addressed the nation just after 8.30. He said the images of what happened have filled us with sadness and anger, but that the terrorists have failed because our country is strong. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature, and we responded with the best of America. With the daring of our rescue workers, with the caring for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. The president said, quote, terrorists can shake the foundation of our buildings, but they cannot shake the foundation of America. He says no one will keep our nation's light 
from shining. He also said our military is powerful and it's prepared that our first priority is to get help to the injured. He says the search is underway for those behind these evil acts and that will make no distinction between the terrorists and those who might harbor them. Bush asked for the nation's prayers and for those who grieve and he quoted the 23rd Psalm. He says none of us will forget this day but we go forward to defend freedom. In a briefing from Washington yesterday, other officials also vowed to track down and root out the terrorists who carried out this attack. General Henry Shelton, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. I think this is indeed a reminder of the tragic, the tragedy and the tragic dangers that we face day in and day out, both here at home as well as abroad. I would tell you up front, I have no intentions of discussing today what comes next, but make no mistake about it, your armed forces are ready. Shelton said the full resources of the Department of Justice are being deployed to investigate the attacks. He also says despite the attack on the Pentagon building, it will be open for business tomorrow. Now, the FAA said earlier that no planes will fly anywhere in the country, at least until noon later today. Winds News Time 150. Once again, Mayor Giuliani said that he was hopeful that there were survivors among the debris. Officials affirm, confirm, that is, that the police had received cell phone calls from people trapped in the rubble. They also said the two police officers were pulled out alive. But they spoke of fatalities as well. Let's get more on that from 1010 Winds reporter Glenn Shuck. The fire department is mourning the potential loss of some 300 firefighters, including several top brass that maybe have been lost fighting this fire. Among them, Deputy Chief Ray Downey, Deputy Chaplain Father Michael Judge, Chief of Department Peter Ganchi, and First Deputy Commissioner Bill Feehan. Commissioner Thomas Von Essen devastated by this loss. We've got um, over 300 people that are missing that uh, we can't account for. We believe that many of, uh, many of them are, uh, are, are gone. Police Commissioner Carrick says the NYPD is searching for 32 of their own lost somewhere in the debris. Glenshock 1010 wins at the Mayor's Command Center. City officials said later today engineers will inspect what is left of the Twin Towers to make sure it's safe enough for rescuers to go in. That was the, really the problem Tuesday as witnessed by Trade Center Building Number 7, which collapsed at about 5.20 yesterday evening hours after the initial collapses of the Twin Towers. Winds News Time 151. Let's get the update on traffic and transit now from Jude Tamillo. In New Jersey, we still find a closure of the express lanes of eastbound 80 between exit 62 and the George Washington Bridge. That's about a 12-mile stretch. The local lanes are closed off at 95 and Fort Lee. Newark Bay extension of the New Jersey Turnpike also closed in the eastbound direction. And heading towards the Hudson River crossings, you will not be able to get there from all of them. Eastbound Route 4 shut down in the Englewood area. Eastbound 46 closed off in Fort Lee. Eastbound Route 3 has been shut down at the Jersey Turnpike at a closure of northbound 1 and 9 at the Pulaski Skyway. The Holland and Lincoln tunnels are closed in both directions. And on the George Washington Bridge, it is only the Jersey-bound upper deck that is open to traffic. The lower deck is closed off at this time. And also the Staten Island-bound Gondolds Bridge, Bayonne Bridge, and Outer Bridge Crossing. They are all closed, along with the Brooklyn-bound upper deck of the Verrazano Bridge. Meanwhile, across the East River, the Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Williamsburg bridges shut down in both directions, along with the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. In Queens, on the westbound Belt Parkway, a closure at Kennedy Airport. Traffic using the service road. And as we check the 1010 Winds Transit Desk, New Jersey Transit with limited New York City service. Limited path service into New Jersey at this time. We do have normal service promised for both the Metro North and Long Island Railroad systems for later today. Subway south of Canal Street remains shut down. And, of course, the Staten Island Ferry is only open to emergency services and will remain closed to the public through at least today. Alternate side parking rules will be suspended for today and all air travel suspended till at least 12 noon. And Jude Tamillo, shadow traffic on 1010 Winds. Winds News Time 153. You're listening to continuous, continuous live team coverage of the unspeakable acts of terror here in New York at the World Trade Center, which basically is no more. The Twin Towers no longer a part of the New York City skyline. We did get word from the mayor and the police commissioner this evening that they have received cell phone calls from people trapped in the rubble, rubble giving them hope that there are survivors. Two police officers were pulled out alive. 1010 Winds reporter Juliet Papa was in Lower Manhattan this morning talking with eyewitnesses. Will Phillips and Anthony Zicardo were right across the street when the first tower toppled. Glass shattering, and we're coming down straight. All this glass was coming down. The top was just literally going right into the into the ground, and 
stuff was falling out. It looked like it was going to fall right on top of you. They ran and managed to get towels from a nearby gym to cover their faces. Others who saw the rubble described it as looking like World War III. Death and destruction everywhere. Juliet Papa, 1010 Winds in Lower Manhattan. 1010 Winds reporter Al Jones. A huge pile of rubble where once was the world's largest office building complex. Eugene Foti was inside the Twin Towers when the first plane struck. He was outside when the first tower fell. As soon as the top dropped, the, the bottom just came with it. And it was just, I mean, my assumption is I didn't hear an explosion the, from, from the bottom, but I, from seeing the impact of the plane come in, crash into it, it crashed in the middle of the, of the building. And that's what, I'm, I'm assuming it caused structural damage for it to bring down, bring down the rest of the building, but it's just, it's, it's just a sight that I've got something straight out of the movie. And it's also something that Fody and others look at with shock and wonderment. They now look down the street and see nothing. The majestic landmarks now reduced to rubble. Al Jones, 1010 wins in lower Manhattan. Cardinal Edward Egan administered last rites to about a dozen victims earlier from the nearby site, and what quickly became a ghost town was a sea of people running for their lives. The landscape of New York forever changed at the hands of terrorists. This horrible tragedy has touched anyone and everyone in and around the New York City area. Roy Anderson was among the many people with medical training who rushed to the scene of the disaster after the buildings collapsed, but when he got there, he found that there was not much more that he could do. There's no sign of life. There's no, it's, it's just going to be bodies coming out, if they can even do that. I mean, there's like, uh, looks like a Hollywood set. There's, the World Trade Center now consists of just some spires going up about 25 feet, and the rest is rubble. It's like pictures of Europe in the war. His story, one of thousands of similar stories that will no doubt be told over and over again for the weeks to come. When the two buildings collapsed, the debris fell upon those working at the triage centers at the ground level below at the World Trade Center. Many of the rescue workers were killed as they were trying to tend to the injured people who were hurt when the planes originally crashed into the buildings. Steve Kastenbaum, 1010 Winds News. Some 1,500 walking wounded were taken across New York Harbor to New Jersey's Liberty State Park. A mobile hospital there is said to have been expecting as many as 5,000 casualties. But we heard from 1010 Winds medical reporter Dr. Brian McDonough that it was not wounded but mostly fatalities that had arrived there. Hospitals in Jersey City and in Hoboken on alert as well. In addition to the local rescue crews, the Navy sent ships to New York and Washington that included surgical teams and limited hospital bed capacity. They included the aircraft carriers John F. Kennedy and George Washington and the National Guard of course, as you've been hearing on 1010 Winds, has been mobilized to assist as well. Now, let's recap some of the phone numbers that you might need. If you're looking for a lost loved one, the NYPD has set up two new numbers. This is new to 1010 Winds. They are 866 856 4167 or 212 741 4626. Again, 866 856 4167 or 212 741 4626. Also, the NYPD is asking that all civilian members of the department please report to work as scheduled later this morning. Again, we'll repeat that. The NYPD asking that all civilian members of the department please report report to work as scheduled later this morning. A couple other phone numbers here for missing for information on possible missing firefighters and only firefighters and EMS personnel as well. You can call this phone number 718-999-2541. Again, 718-999-2541. There's uh, another 212 number you can call for information, 212-560-2730. Again, 212-560-2730. Now, earlier there were reports that three men were stopped in a van in New Jersey and that there were explosives in that van. It was near the George Washington Bridge, but Police Commissioner Bernard Carrick said that, yes, three men were stopped in a van, but there were no explosives in the van. He would not say where they were stopped, but it was not at the George Washington Bridge. And that is the information we have on that at this time. In Washington, up to 800 people are believed killed or injured in the American Airlines crash at the Pentagon. The plane itself was carrying 64 people at the time. The wife of U.S. Solicitor General Theodore Olson was aboard the jetliner that crashed into the Pentagon. And she called him as the plane was being hijacked. Barbara Olson twice called her husband. She described in some detail 
what was going on on the plane, including that the attackers were using knife-like instruments. So the big question, of course, who did this? Well, U.S. officials began piecing together a case linking Osama bin Laden to this worst terrorist attack in U.S. history, aided by an intercept of communications between his supporters and those harrowing cell phone calls from victims on board the jetliners before they crashed on Tuesday. Authorities were focusing some of their efforts on possible bin Laden supporters in Florida based on the identification of a suspected hijacker on one of the manifests of the four jets that crashed. This is a according to law enforcement sources. So they're beginning to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And once again, to recap for you, four commercial flights hijacked on Tuesday. Two of the planes crashed into the Twin Towers, causing their eventual collapse. Another plane crashed into the Pentagon in Washington, as we just said. Up to 800 people possibly killed in that incident. The fourth plane went down about 85 miles outside of Pittsburgh. If you want to do something to help, donate blood. And you can call this number for more information. It's 1-800-933-BLOOD. Again, 1-800-933-BLOOD. You're listening to continuous live coverage of the terror attacks on New York City and Washington. This is 1010 Winds, WINS New York, and Infinity Broadcasting. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 